0: back to another episode of In Depth. My name is Luke Cardaker, and I'm a surf coach at Ombi. If you're new to Ombi, we take a look at surfing from the perspective of ocean, mind, body and equipment. In this podcast, it's all about straight to the point tips, things that you can take away, implement into your surfing, things that change the way you view your surfing. This week is a bit of a special episode, so thank you very much for 50 episodes, listening, following along, Sending in all the feedback, episode suggestions, it means a lot. And as a little side story to this whole podcast, uh, I actually never intended on making a podcast. I kept making the comments being like, I think Omi needs a podcast. It'd be great to reach out to our audience in different ways. And that conversation kept going. And I just kind of turned around and went, stuff it. I'm just gonna start, I'm gonna throw some spaghetti up against the wall and just see what happens. Now for my friends at the time, and for what a lot of listeners are probably not aware of, is I myself am a massive introvert. And when I told some friends being like, so I'm gonna do this podcast thing, I really don't know, I'm just gonna throw myself into it and see what happens. The common consensus was generally laughter. And then they were like, well, who are you talking with? And I was like, oh, no one, just, just me. Just me in a room for 30 minutes maybe. And everyone was just like you, the guy who is pretty quiet, massive introvert, gonna talk for 30 minutes but um, I really like the way these podcasts have come out and the feedback's been amazing. So I thought I'd share that little backstory to this whole thing. It's been a welcome surprise how well it's been received. So thank you very much. And to follow along with a thank you, there is actually some news. And that is that this podcast here is going to go on a, somewhat of an awkward hiatus. I say awkward because I'm pre-recording this episode. I've pre-recorded the last couple, and I have pre-recorded the next, maybe five, somewhere between five and ten. I'm still recording them, but it's for a very good reason. I'm very excited, Um, and that is that my partner and I, by the time this podcast has come out, will be will have welcomed the birth of our first child, which is really exciting. I'm excited to have a grom, but that also means that I just need to find a bit more time in my day be there for my family and just enjoy that first period and then pick up things where it's left off. So I did think about just getting to this episode and then putting it on hiatus, but I decided against that. There was a lot of questions coming in, ideas for future episodes. And I just thought, stuff it, I can quickly do them. I can whip it all at once and keep it going while I am taking a break. But on top of that, taking a break, these take a bit of time to create. I've got to sit down, get my thoughts out on paper. Then record it and you know i send out the email and everything else that goes with these podcasts uh, if you're unaware so i also am thinking of creating a shift in the tone or the format or some way just to speed them up a bit more um, maybe they're shorter i don't know but what i would love from you as a listener there is the show notes uh, there'll be a link in the description for episode suggestions just leave an idea do you want this to change do you want it to be shorter longer more interviews This or that, whatever you want to get out of this podcast, let me know. Because when I come back, I want to spend that time to look at it and be like, do I just keep doing what I'm doing? Or do I make some quick changes? So, this week's episode is a really exciting topic for me. It's probably the one that I am the most excited to present. And not because you've already seen the title and you know that it's what I wish I knew when I was younger. But it's the whole concept of that. And that kind of pulls back the whole concept of this whole podcast. So it's kind of wrapping that up all into one little bite-sized chunk. But anyways, let's dive into this. So we've all had this moment in our surfing. We're finding something out and a light bulb moment happens. And we're thinking, geez, I wish I knew that when I was younger. It would have saved so much time and my surfing would have been so much better. So in this whole podcast, I'm going to break that down. I'm going to give you the things I wish I knew when I was younger to help me improve as a surfer. What you need to understand first is that this is what worked for me and how I developed as a surfer, and that may be different to you. What this is not is here's five quick hacks in your surfing that you wish you knew. This is more real talk, understanding that progression journey and trying to help yourself. So I could quite easily say, like, go back and listen to all these previous episodes. And that's what I wish I knew earlier. And that's kind of not it at all. It's partly true, but knowing all those things in the same depth as I do now would have been useful. But it's not what I wish I knew when I was younger. Knowing how things work, how to surf better, board design, etc. It's great, but there's a massive gap in surfing when it comes to knowing something and doing it in the surf. Being able to apply all that theory is a vastly different experience and being able to understand it all comes from doing. You have to go, you have to have a try and this comes back to some corny marketing from a cereal company I always heard growing up in Australia. You only get out what you put in. So here are three things I wish I knew when I was younger and they would have helped improve my surfing other than just theory. And the first one is again, what this whole podcast, all these emails, the guides, everything I put out into Omby. And I always try to squeeze in questions. I want you to think about yourself and your surfing. Every time I suggest a drill for you to figure things out, I always repeat the same line. How did it feel? How did you move? Did it feel awkward? How did your board respond, or how would your board respond to that movement? And finally, how can you make it better and or do it with less effort? I want you to be curiosity driven, to try to figure these things out for yourself, to do it, to apply the theory, but then work through it and see, okay, why does this feel better? Why is this a better technique? Again, it oddly comes back to my childhood and always remembering things in an odd way. A teacher told me to always ask the five W's and H when I'm trying to figure something out. Who, what, when, where, why, and how. We try to apply that to what we're doing in our surfing. We start to try and figure things out. We're putting the pieces of the puzzle back together. We don't want to be a parrot and just regurgitate things we've been told. We want to apply it and know for a fact this feels better, this is how we can move with more efficiency and make our surfing better. The questions of how can I make a movement better or how do I do it with less effort is huge. Surfers are often stuck in this trap of, I need to put more effort in, not less. But if we think of movement in terms of efficiency and how easily we can do something, it will always look stylish and perform the required task. So by asking yourself those questions and going back, repeating a drill or maneuver with less effort, you generally end up achieving the same effect as before with less effort, or you make it look better, which then it starts to feel better. The stress is gone, the body moves better, and the technique is improved. All of that comes from being curiosity-driven. You can have all the answers, but if you don't know how to apply them, don't know how to get your body to do it the way the theory says, how are you going to get there? So be curiosity-driven. Set up feedback loops. Review your training and surfing on video as much as possible. Push past the pain of seeing your surfing on film. And just ask questions. Even if it's not about your training. Don't just take a word as gospel. Ask questions as to why that's a good technique or why that board functions the way that it does. Never be afraid to be the dumbest in the room, because most other surfers don't know, and they're just not willing to ask. When you ask the questions, it's going to force others to work through it and explain it in detail to you, or everyone is then forced to dig deeper into the problem and figure out why together. If I was curiosity-driven as a young surfer, my surfing would be drastically different. I didn't need the theory. I needed the attitude to ask questions and have a go. And this leads to the next part, which is to always fail forwards, challenge yourself, and just try. Too many average surfers are stuck in bad habits and the all too cushy comfort zones where their surfing is unwatchable. It's the same thing over and over again with nothing new, no change but an expectation or desire to improve. It's pure insanity. You can't fix your cutback or make the rebound on the cutback if you don't try. Too many surfers looking for perfection from the start, going zero to hero, instead of just trying to figure it out. This attitude of, I can't waste a wave, trying to figure something out. This thinking that fun only comes from completing a wave, but I bet, the last time you felt something new, you had a smile on your face, thinking, what was that? What just happened? So if you want to work on that cutback, nose riding, getting tubed, whatever it is in your surfing you're working on, just have a go. Be curiosity driven in your approach. Challenge yourself to try and set the expectation that all you would do is try and success is met by trying, not by achieving. Fail forwards. If you can't fail, you can't learn. If you can't learn, you can't grow. It's through aiming to fail you will grow as a surfer. So as an example, think of trying a floater. Set the goal of how long can you hold the floater or how far can you go. Not how many can I land. You are now curiosity-driven, aiming to figure out how long you can hold it, which will open you up to new experiences that you hadn't before. And it's the same with your cutback. Don't set the goal to doing a half-baked turn. Just wrap the damn thing all the way around until you see the foam or you hit the foam. Broaden that comfort zone into new grounds and surprise yourself with what you can do when you lower expectations and try. Again, it's the same with surfing top to bottom. Just have a go. Start trying to figure out how to surf more vertically and see where that leads you. Work through it and see how you can do it. Failure is pretty much guaranteed in surfing. Embrace it and move with it. If you ever compete in surfing, it's a sport you're going to lose more than you ever win. If you apply this attitude, you'll soon start seeing your surfing completely different. What's possible and what the wave will allow you to do. The goal of trying things now becomes something you want to chase. And when you somehow land that first maneuver, it's a genuine shock and pure joy. And this would have changed my surfing entirely. My teen years were too focused on like milking waves and just making the next town, making the next section. But that didn't push my surfing forwards. It was just safety surfing. And the final and last thing is true for everything we do in life. But surfing has a special place of bringing these things front and center. It's a unique environment, surfing. And that is to work with your personality, not against it. You are you. What makes you, you is different from me. But to understand how you tick, how you learn, how you respond to stress, excitement and all the other aspects of your mind and behavior is huge in surfing. If you know that being out of your comfort zone is stressful, then you need to work with that and find a way that calms you down. If being out of your comfort zone excites you, then you need to lean into that hard. It's all about how you get the most out of yourself. And for lack of a better analogy, you need to be a better driver of yourself and your body. You need to know how the machine responds to outside and internal influences and how to manage that. What psyches you up for a surf? and what doesn't. These are things we should know. And there's no one trick for this. We're all different. It simply starts with you just asking the questions, trying to take a moment, possibly observing yourself from the outside and thinking, how can I better respond to this, or put myself in a better state to take advantage of this? It's not meant to be some insanely hard spiritual journey, but by your mid-twenties you should have some idea of how you tick, what you like and what you don't, And the final two things, which come from a great book, Seven Habits of Highly Effective People, so I can't claim this one at all, is we always have a choice. Everything we do involves a choice, and it's our choice how we respond to things and what we do. And the other quote is, it's not what happens to us that hurts us, but our response to it. No one can make us mad unless we let them. So think about the next time you're uncomfortable in the surf, or the next wipeout, we have the ability to make that experience better or worse for ourselves based on our response to it. And that is a choice we make, whether subconscious or not. We have the ability to work on that and change it. So in summary, knowing is one part of things, but you have to put things into practice. You have to work through them to see a change in your surfing. So be curiosity-driven. Ask yourself whenever you do something, how did it feel? How did you move? Did it feel awkward? How did your board respond? Or how would your board respond to that movement? And how can you make it better and or do it with less effort? Always chase improving a maneuver by doing it with less effort, but to the same output. Fail forwards, challenge yourself to just try. Lower the expectations and set the goals to simply try. So everything after that is a bonus. Don't be stuck in a cushy comfort zone when nothing happens or changes. Try new things and surprise yourself with what you're capable of when you try and accept failure. Finally, work with yourself and not against it. Think about how to get the most out of yourself in these situations and how you can psych yourself up and how you can calm yourself down the easiest and when do you serve the best. If I had applied this attitude when I was younger, I have no doubt I would be a different surfer. But we can't live in the past. We have the present. And you can start now. And if you'd like to improve your surfing, you can start a free trial at Ombi.co. You can start our intermediate 12-week pathway or our beginner 6-week pathway as well as all of our fun foundations and manoeuvre series. So was this episode... Is this what you expected? Did you think this is what I was gonna say when I was gonna say, this is what I wish I knew when I was younger? Is it different to your expectations? Or were you hoping for a bunch of quick surf hacks, how to get the most out of your cutback, this or that? Do you already apply this attitude and love it? Or are you kind of sitting on the fence about it? And we're back here again, how I started this podcast, always asking questions to get you thinking. I want you to be curiosity-driven. So I'd love to know. You can reach out anytime, message me in the app, send an email at ombi.co anytime. And the same thing as I said at the top, this episode is going to go on a... This podcast will go on a slight hiatus. There's going to be a continual trickle of podcasts that I've pre-recorded. And then at some point, I will jump back in. And hopefully that's before they run out. We'll see how that goes. But if you have a suggestion on what you want the future of this podcast to be, any changes to the format, what you'd like to hear about, just send an email in, episode suggestion list in the show notes below. So next week, I'm going to be talking about when to start riding a a soft top surfboard and when and how to make that change. So until then, I'll see you next time.